Ion asked for a tip. It's for the best and to better the humanity of the world. Ion mm. asked for a tip is make eye contact with homeless people. Oh. I say this because you'd be surprised how so, how so many people will just walk by, you know, and just don't even acknowledge their presence, you mm. know? And so my heart goes out to a lot of people on the streets because this can really like demeanor their humanity and their yeah. existence, you know? And so just making eye contact with homeless people acknowledges, hey, you're a human being. I see you. And I acknowledge that you are here. Wow. That, That's it. <laughs> that is so, I wasn't ready for you to be like, my own for tip is to watch Hot Rod. <laughs> but that is so good thank you that is a good today that's a great one i followed this photographer on instagram and he only does photos for the homeless of course like with their permission but um with the money that he gets for brands that he takes these photos for he um he was able to build them like a community shower and every month like he has his friends who are hairdressers um give them free haircuts and it's, like, so cool because what if, like, a homeless man or woman is applying for a job, but they don't have the money to, like, have their hair done or, um, yeah. you know, their to be bathed? Yeah, I thought it was cool. So that's a really great tip for sure. Thank you. Welcome back to the Unasked For podcast, the podcast that no one asked for, but they're getting anyway. I'm your host, Isabel Gutierrez, and I'm so thrilled to have one of my best friends, Haley Newman, on as today's co-host. In this episode, Haley and I are talking about identity. I know, I know, a pretty bold topic choice for two 22-year-olds. You might be wondering, what do these two youngins know about identity? And we'd reply, very little. <laughs> but we still want to talk about the very little we do know. Haley talks about a life-altering experience she had two years ago and how that changed her perspective on her identity. We also talk about what it means for us to find our identities in Christ and what practical steps we take to dig a little deeper to who we are. We hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm so excited though to have you on. It's going to be such a good time. And like just even like you are just an awesome person to just talk with. So I'm stoked for listeners to get a dose of your wisdom and your energy and your fun so this is gonna be a great time hey thank you i'm excited too we bounce off each other well oh yeah i've always wondered if there was a third person listening to us what they would be thinking and i guess this is our opportunity to find out (laughs) (laughs) it's our it's our opportunity to just to just get it out of the way that we are not on drugs (laughs) (laughs) this is just how we are this is the energy So I know you very well, but I don't know if the people who are listening know you that well. So why don't you describe how you have, how you've been doing in three words? Oh, three words. Okay. Um, Well, I'll give you a summary kind of who who I am. So I'm Haley Newman. I am... Hi, Haley. (laughs) Hello. And um, I'm in my last semester of college. I'll be graduating with a degree in ministry. I'm wanting to go into youth ministry. Um, I love students. I love their energy and want to be someone 
for those students, be a good influence for them. Mm. Uh, so that's kind of what I see myself doing career-wise. Um, gosh, what else about me? I love the beach. I like Southern California a lot. And three words to describe how I'm doing lately is new. Mm. I have a lot of new things coming up. So I'm going to graduate in two months. And then I've got a new job lined up, which is exciting. Probably some new opportunities. I don't know. A lot of new student debt. What up? All right, beat me. um, Two more words. Grateful. Again, as a lot of new things are happening for me, a lot of things are kind of closing down. So I've become Mm. very appreciative and grateful for school and the friends that I have, the roommates I've had this year, and the internship I have right now. It's literally the best thing ever. And then the other word is busy. And it makes me sad that I have to say that because I I hate being busy. Mm -hmm. But the reality is there's just a lot, you know, end of the semester, it's just busy for everyone. So yeah, your confidence and love for your roommates gives me hope for next year, because I really need to find roommates that will not murder me. So that's like, they murder you. You have some secrets? No, it's just like, I, I, I've watched the roommate. <laughs> have you seen that movie? Oh my gosh. No, I haven't seen it, but I can assume it's a murder movie. It's an it's a horrible movie. Like just like the quality is not good, but just you the summary is that this roommate is psycho. That is literally it, and I'm afraid of that. Is that me? Is is it am I the psycho? If you don't have a psycho roommate, that means you are the psycho roommate. The- no. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ah! <laughs> Are we the psycho roommates? <laughs> if you put two psycho roommates together, does that make... What does that make? I think that, that evens it out. Maybe we would just both murder each other on accident. I mean... Well, I guess it would be on accident. Anyways, besides the point. <laughs> we're gonna listen, listen be like, they need help. They-, <laughs> they, don't know that, they don't know that 90% of what we say doesn't make sense. But that's fine. Jokes. But, like, if, if a pair of friends always made sense to the outside people, are they really close friends, though? Ooh. Amen. Like, for real. Amen. Like, my closest friends, like, there there's, like, either inside jokes or, like, different rhetoric that we use. And people are like, Hello. you guys are weird. It's like, well, yeah. Because, like, we, we have found parts of our soul that connect with each other that won't connect to the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> All that aside... I feel like just the whole part of the human experience is just identity. You know, you have the identity crisis, um, I guess, what's a cliche when you hit like 50 or whatever, but I'm 22 and I've already had so many identity crises during my college years. (laughs) So it's not like, it's not age discriminatory for sure. Everyone has an identity crisis every season of their life, I feel. Amen to that. Amen to that. As much as we can talk about identity, I wish we both had all the answers, you know, about it. But, you know, we're both only 22. So we'll share what we know. We'll share the knowledge we have. But we're also knee deep in figuring out our identity as well. What have you been learning about identity as like a whole lately? Okay, I'm not gonna lie. When I was reading these questions, this is the one I got stumped on the most. 
because I so badly just want to talk about like all the epiphanies I've had about identity and like things I've learned before. But when you ask like, Hey, what are you learning right now? I'm like, Oh shoot. You're asking me to be vulnerable right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't like that Izzy, but (laughs) I need it. (laughs) But like, you're welcome. (laughs) But like, you got to put me on the spot like that. (laughs) This is a good, this is a good question to start with because it'll really pull together kind of what I'll probably talk about the rest of this uh, segment. Yeah. Uh, But lately I've been, so I, as you know, definitely went through a huge identity crisis the last year and a half. And so this is, I'm definitely on the uphill, but I'm still kind of reconstructing what is my identity? What do I find my identity in? Mm -hmm. And I really had to hit rock bottom a year and a half ago of having to figure out, okay, my identity, Haley Newman's identity is in Christ and Christ alone. And so at this point, I'm on the uphill from that. And, and a lot of things are coming up that I'm wanting to find my identity in, but I'm having to remind myself, Hey, Haley, remember where you were a year and a half ago, you cannot find your identity in X, Y, and Z because you could get stripped of that at any moment. Yeah. And these aren't reliable things. So that's what I'm learning right now. Absolutely. I think I I love that you mentioned that because I am kind of in the same boat, but I'm just now figuring out the fact that like as a human and as a follower of Jesus, I cannot place my identity in worldly things because they're so temporary. Like I have found my identity in work or in my future career ambitions or in other things. And that's like a constant thing I have to remind myself of. But, you know, as as Christians, we get the privilege of finding our identity in something that is so eternal. Preach it. Oh, man. Say that again. We put our identity in things. Eternity, man. Not temporary things. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's good. And that's such a gift. Oh, my gosh. Like, I, I'm just realizing that that is such a gift from God because he's like, girl, if you put your identity in your job, you are screwed. And I love you so much <laughs> that... <laughs> I love you so much that I'm going to have you put your identity in me because everything that I call you is so beautiful and good and treasured. Find your identity in me, girl. And I'm like, but it's hard. (laughs) But God, wait. (laughs) But God, I don't want to. I've said to the Lord, I don't want to. My gosh. I... He he's just so patient because I've also been like, but like, what if I don't? <laughs> like, will you hate well, what me? If I, will you hate me? I know you're gonna forgive me later, so like, I'm gonna just ask for forgiveness now. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't don't live by that. Don't live like that. Yeah, I'd rather ask for permission, or no, I'd rather ask, or I'd rather say I'm sorry than ask for permission. <laughs> that's Wait a very a that's a very bad thing, <laughs> but. I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> disregard the last 20 seconds of what I just said. <laughs> Pay no attention to me, please. I love it. Why don't you explain what happened and why you had that identity crisis a year and a half ago, two years? Yes. So, good timeline. A year and a half ago, almost two years ago, uh, I was in a really bad hiking accident that left me paralyzed from the waist down. Um, I was helicopter lifted out and sent into immediate spinal surgery where 
my L1 had, I had a burst fracture and it was pressing in my spinal cord, causing me to not be able to move or feel my legs or anything from the waist down. Um, and so basically life took a big 180 and I went from being this fully independent 20 year old that had a job. I was doing school. I was about to go into my senior year of college. You know, um, I was an athlete. I loved doing physical activity, uh, sports. And within a second, my entire, all of those things came crashing down, you know, to where I could no longer drive. Sports is not an option at, at the level that it used to be, you know, at the time, you know, I had to take a break from being at school. I couldn't nanny anymore. You know, I couldn't even, I was in a wheelchair and so I couldn't even get into people's houses because they had steps, you know, little things like that you don't even think about. And so all these things that I had found my identity in, being a student, having a job, uh, being an athlete, being independent, I no longer had any of those things. And I, I'd spent so much time at home, you know, I'm doing physical therapy. My life was very simplified to where I'd wake up. I'd have to, I literally needed my mom to get me out of bed every day. That's how like dependent I was on other people mm -hmm. because I couldn't even get myself out of bed by myself. And then I would do physical therapy and, you know, life was super simple. So I had a lot of time to think, which I'm super grateful for now. It really sucked at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, it was almost like a forced Sabbath <laughs> for yeah. a very long time. Um, but that's when I had started thinking about my identity and what does that mean for me? Because all of these things that I found my identity in, I, I know those are no longer in my grasp and not in my control anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, like you said earlier, these things were all temporary and I had to, like I said, hit rock bottom to realize, wow, I need to find my identity in eternity in something that's going to last and something that can't be taken away from me, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And really the only thing is Christ. Christ is never going to leave me. Christ is always going to be there for me. Christ, the truth is, doesn't like to be a follower of Christ. You don't need your legs to work <laughs> you know um you don't need to have a certain level of ability a certain level of skill um whether that's physical um you know the lord's there for me and uh you know fast forward a year and a half i'm walking again praise god i'm yes. not in a wheelchair anymore mm -hmm. uh, but as i'm regaining you know my ability and able to start doing things again i have to constantly remind myself hey yes Haley, you want to be doing youth ministry, but you can't find your identity in solely being a youth minister because that could be taken away at any moment. I guess uh, even putting myself on a pedestal of that independence, because mm -hmm. again, I'm driving again, you know, I'm realizing, okay, I don't need people as much, but remembering, hey, I do need to depend on the Lord every single day for everything. You mm -hmm. know, the Lord's putting breath in my lungs every day and that's a gift. Mm -hmm. I need to be grateful for that. Um, there's this verse. It's, give me a second. I'm going to look it up so I don't yeah. butcher it. It's in the Psalms. There's so many Psalms. I was like, that's like the fattest book of the Bible. <laughs> like, 
like, Haley, why you got to pick that one? (laughs) Psalms 147, 10 through 11. This is ESV. God's delight is not in the strength of a horse, nor his pleasure in the legs of a man. But the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him and those who hope in his steadfast love. So I read this as I hit rock bottom and realized, wow, the Lord does not find his pleasure in how strong my legs are. Mm -hmm. You know, the Lord sees me and says, hey, are you finding, are you a God-fearing woman? Are you finding your hope and love in my love alone? Like, oh, shoot. So as much as, you know, I want my legs to get stronger and they are getting stronger, I find pleasure in seeing myself gain strength. I know that the Lord is, the Lord's probably like, hey, good for you, Haley, but like, are you finding your hope in me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is what really matters. And again, it, it, it comes back to even, oh, I love that you started with that. And so taking the focus of life off of myself has given me so much clarity and I'm Mm -hmm. not asking, and I'm not, I'm not getting so stressed about answering the questions like, who am I? What do people think of me? What am I going to do with my future? How much money am I going to make in my life? You know, I'm thinking so much more about the people around me. And I think we, can get so caught up. I'd love to hear your opinion on this too, mm-hmm. but I think our culture too is so self-centered. Yeah. I'll just call it out as it is, you know, mm-hmm. and we're so consumed about ourselves, but we forget about other people in this world, you know, and everyone has a story and everyone's hurting in their own way. Um, so why not, you know, ask someone sincerely, Hey, how are you doing? I want to hear about your life. How can I, be helping you today, you know, what are your hurts, stuff like that, you know, just take the focus off yourself. And I think life is so much better that way too. That is so great that you say that. I, it was refreshing for me to hear that. Yeah. Like, I think I can only speak about the culture that we were raised in. Um, but it is a very self-centered, gimme, gimme, gimme. It's all about me, um, mindset. And, I need to focus on things other than myself, but also I live in 2021 when so many things is about money, success, status, and all that is so glamorized. Like it's really hard to see like the negative side of that because it's like right in front of us and we're like, well, this person has so much money. This person has so much influence and I want that. Um, And that's a very valid desire and it's just a human want, but as I like reflect, like when you were mentioning that, as I like remember just good conversations I had with this stranger, like that is just Mm -hmm. so life-giving. I don't know. I felt, I oddly felt like more myself when I took the attention off myself. It's interesting. Yeah. We have been tossing around the phrase, my identity is in Christ. And if you have grown up in the church, you have heard my identity is in Christ, find your identity in Christ. And that is a true Mm -hmm. statement, but that can also get very, watered down and just I guess cliche very Christianese how has that phrase become a deeper reality for you Mm. I love that and I I agree with everything you're saying I think before my accident I would hear that phrase all the time and it would just go right over my head I wouldn't even know what it means you know and 
to be honest, I think a lot of people will stay in that place for their entire life mm. of not really realizing, okay, I find my identity in Christ, in Christ alone, yada, yada, yada. But I had to hit, I had to be stripped of all the things I found my identity in to find out, okay, this is where my identity is, mm-hmm. you know? And I, it sucked that it happened, but I, I say this confidently, I wouldn't go back and change what happened to me mm. that day because I've grown so much in my faith. Yeah. And I've seen so many sides of the Lord that I never would have learned mm. if I hadn't gone through this major trial in my life, mm-hmm. you know? So this phrase has really become a reality for me. Like I said, because I got like stripped of everything. I'm not saying you have to go through some crazy trial in your life to figure out identity in Christ it's the easy bit well it's not the easy way it's quick's way to do it let me tell you that Mm -hmm. um but I mean just think about like whoever's listening think about when someone asks you hey who are you what are the first few things that come to mind when you answer that question do you go to your career path do you Mm -hmm. go to oh like I'm a mother I'm a father or I'm you know, this is my job or I'm an athlete, you know, and think about if I, if this were to be taken away from me, would I be okay? And I hope that those things don't, you know, aren't taken away from you, but it's, it's a good self-check to realize, okay, where can I find a balance of these are, these are things that make me who I am, but this isn't where I'm finding my sole main identity in, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I think that's where I can, you kind of make that statement a reality for yourself. Absolutely. Being so young, actually, it doesn't matter what age you are. You're going to continue digging deeper into that reality until the day you pass on. And Mm -hmm. it's even like, I'm trying to think about the questions you were asking, like, who am I at the core of me? What are, who am I if all these things were stripped away from me? I have a mentor who, uh, she's incredible, um, but she's also a psychiatrist. And she mm. is so used to asking the hard-hitting questions about who I am and, um, you know, what are my values, etc. And when she does ask me those questions, I at first I always say, I don't know. And she's like, mm. well, go a little bit, try challenge yourself to go a little bit deeper and I think that if I can add a unasked for tip with that is allow yourself to go deeper into the weird gray uncomfortable areas because you're not gonna figure out who you are if you just keep swimming in the shallow end of yourself Mm. like you have to go find Atlantis go deep down into the ocean of your soul go find your Atlantis (laughs) I love that. Go find Ariel in the deep end. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. Sorry. What? I (laughs) You haven't seen. So sorry. You haven't seen the Atlantis movie with Milo Thatch. Arguably one of the most attractive (laughs) cartoons. (laughs) Don't kill me. Don't disown me, please. I repent of my sins. (laughs) I would. I. I promise you, on, like, three of the VHS movies I watched as a kid, it was probably, like, Bambi, Cinderella, and, like, freaking, I don't know, Finding Nemo, the the preview for Atlantis would play, and I'm always like, ooh, that looks good. 
but I've I've seen the preview about seven like seven thousand times, but I've never seen the movie. I okay. We can watch it next Sunday. Saturday. Okay. Okay, I'm so excited. <laughs> this your this is your uh, uh, cartoon crush, right? I I have so many. I have so many cartoon crushes. <laughs> like, first of all, have you have you seen Anastasia? Forget Atlantis. Forget <laughs> Atlantis. Oh, Anastasia. I don't care how much of a fan a Disney person. Is. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. Anastasia is the best animated movie of all time. Like, it is beautiful. It is perfect. It is not... People... There's an argument online of like, oh, it's a Disney princess. She's a Disney princess now because Fox is owned by Disney. No. Anastasia is her own queen. (laughs) It is... Queen. She is queen. The soundtrack is phenomenal. Aaliyah, rest in peace, Aaliyah. Aaliyah sings the theme song of that. I don't know. It's who I. <laughs> Anyways, the moral of the story is Dimitri from Anastasia is also a really hot cartoon. I had a big crush on him. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh yeah, identity. Decisor. <laughs> what are some ways that can help us? realize our identity in christ because i really want to say some like down-to-earth tangible steps because i love that kind of stuff and so i want to provide that for for the listeners what up (laughs) y'all like subscribe comment down below your favorite part Uh, (laughs) but uh, um, one thing to do is maybe just sit down and ask yourself i love what you said izzy about just asking hard questions and diving deeper but thinking you know, are the decisions I'm making, are is Christ at the center of these decisions? Mm. Am, I, am I making, am I going down this path of life because I want to make six figures? Or am I doing this because I'm trying to expand the kingdom of God? Mm. Assessing, you know, am I making, am I like putting myself on a pedestal? And am I finding, like, am I making myself God? Mm. Or, I'm going to put my identity, am I going to step down from this pedestal, put the Lord up there and say, Hey, I'm going to, I want to be like you, you know, like literally a trophy. Imagine that of God. I want to be like you. I want to put my identity in you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so even modeling our life after Jesus and reading scripture, read the gospels. I would encourage you guys to read those and just model yourself after Jesus. Think, you know, how how can I be someone that other people see, hey, some this person's different. This person is not living a life for themselves. This person is being selfless. This person is loving their neighbors well. They are being patient, kind, you know, um, not of this world. Yeah. <laughs> As they say in like 2005, I don't know. <laughs> I think finding your identity requires humility and letting go of pride. If that door closed or if that relationship ended or, you know, you didn't get into that dream school, that doesn't mean that you are not yourself. It's mm-hmm. just maybe like challenge yourself to look at it in a different perspective of like, okay, I'm sad and I'm bummed out that this didn't happen or this was taken away. Maybe I can become more of myself because that door was closed. Or maybe I am even more destined to become 
who I truly want to be because I'm not going to that school or because this relationship ended. I think, again, this is going to be one of those cliche things that I've ever said. And this is when you know you're becoming an adult because you start saying phrases that you know, like, oh, only like dads say this phrase, but here we are, I'm going to say it. I feel most authentic when I'm not, if I'm with a crowd of people that are just not my style, if I'm trying to, for example, I came across this crowd of they're like super go, go, go. We're going to pack our days. Um, there's sevens on the Enneagram at Izzy. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, but it was so, like doing stuff till 4 a.m. Insanity, but also like a lot of unhealthy habits of like, we're going to get trashed. We're going to get wasted three nights in a row. And it's going to be the time of our lives because we're young, you know, and I like would start hanging out with these people and realize, okay, this is not me. This is fun for like a second, but this is not who I am. I don't like being a fast paced person. I also hate staying up (laughs) past 10 PM every night. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, The times I feel most authentic with myself is when I'm with old friends and when I'm with people who know me well and make me a better person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm able to bring my walls down with yeah. these people. I don't have to pretend that I like to stay up till 4 a.m. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that I like to get trashed. You know, these are things I don't enjoy doing mm-hmm. and I don't like being around either. You know what I mean? Don't try to be someone you're not. Yeah. Don't try to be those girls on Instagram. Don't try to be those girls on TikTok or the boys on TikTok, the boys on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That being said, is there one more unasked for tip about identity you can share? Ooh, unasked for tip related to identity. When you think about identity, be very cautious about how much you think about yourself. Ooh, it, like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> I know, right? I know you're like, that's good, but like, I don't get it. <laughs> Hey, I really like that, but like, what do you mean? Because I don't get it. It sounds pretty, <laughs> but it ain't work. <laughs> well, like, identity in Christ. That sounds cool, but like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's that. If this was me listening to this podcast, I'd be like, "I, right, what you mean by that?" Anyways, so what I mean by this is, <laughs> um, be be cautious about how much you think about yourself. We talked a lot about, uh trying to take the focus off yourself and just be cautious of how many questions, how much of your time and energy is going into yourself and only yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. So maybe just challenge yourself to be thinking about others, um, putting others before yourself. There's this amazing phrase. Let's see if I can get it right the first time. Don't think less of yourself. Think about yourself less. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's an amazing phrase to live by. The women that I look up to who have a great grasp of who they are, they're some of the most selfless people I've ever met, and they do put others first. And that should really speak volumes to what you just said. What a concept. What a not what a world view breaking concept. <laughs> <laughs> 
Break that worldview, baby. Well, Haley, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. You are incredible and you are just an amazing woman that I'm so grateful to have in my life. And you just killed it with the with the identity, profound mm. words. And also thank you for sharing your experience um, with identity. I think this will really impact someone. Yeah, thank you. It means a lot that you called me and wanted me to be on the podcast. I'm glad that we were able to have this conversation and dialogue and um, talk about identity, as many questions as we have, uh, and as many pieces of advice we can give. You know, we're also in the midst of this and we're trying to figure out ourselves as well. Yeah. So thank you for providing the space for us to talk about this. You're welcome.